Well, hey, Marys, it's Colin. I'm coming to you solo today because we were having some technical difficulties and I am the one to bring you that news. So uh, this week on the main feed with one week to go before All Stars 8 begins, we are releasing an Only Marys episode from March of 2022 in which we queened out on the movie Center Stage. And I have not re-listened to this episode yet, but I am quite confident that it is as fun as I remember it. It is so ripe for conversation. It's got Debbie Monk. It's got Donna Murphy rubbing her neck and saying, he's just impossible. It's got Jody Sawyer. It's got dance the shit out of it. I mean, there's so much that we just went on for an hour and 40 minutes uh, talking about in this episode. And now if you are not an Only Mary, now you get to hear it. So here is our discussion of Center Stage, and we will see you next week for the premiere of All Stars 8. Todd scenes. You don't like him very much, do you? I don't blame you. He's impossible. Headstrong, egotistical, unforgiving. Arrogant as all hell. The thing is, you'll be hard-pressed to find any choreographer or company director who isn't like that. The unwise dancers blame them. He didn't like me. She was unfair. I should have had that part. The smart ones know where to look when things get rough. It isn't there. It's here. No matter what happened in class, in performance last week, five minutes ago, if you come back here, you'll be home. Mary, the delivery... Of Donna Murphy's line, it's here, had so much history and nuance to it that I don't think many actors, especially in this movie, could have portrayed the way that she did. Is she touching her heart or her chest when she says that? No. She's touching the bar. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. I just needed the visual placement uh, and now, and I think I was just so focused on the way that she rubbed her neck at that one moment earlier. Oh, uh, yes, it's at the, it's here. Mary, tap, tap, Mary. She just taps it once, and the way one tap. I mean, and you're also talking about another nuance that I love in the speech when she says she's like, I don't blame you. He's impossible, headstrong, egotistical, and then then she starts to like touch the back of her neck. It made me think that like she had an affair with him. Right. I mean it it made me realize why we did have Donna Murphy Tuesdays for Hello Dolly. Uh, I, mean, I this know. Woman, I know this woman. This woman, <laughs> why why do I keep thinking like why am I not giving credit where credit's due? Yeah, she gave us in one gesture. I was like, "Oh, something happened." <laughs> Something happened. Oh, they did stuff. They did stuff. She's, you know, she's been around this bar a few times. Uh huh. You know? Yeah, she had to do her own plies and uh-huh. PK turns. Uh huh. This is a familiar position. <laughs> 
That's right. It's very on point, Mary. You know, thank you. Thank you. You know, uh, I had to break that pun in. It took a whole montage to break it in. I had to make it wet. I had to grind it in my hand. I had to bang hammer it on the floor yeah. to hammer it. It took a whole lot. Yeah, to go in the shower, wipe the blood off. Yeah, I get yeah. It, then there was that. Yeah, it is what I'll do. I got ten good years, girl. Ten good years, Mary. She she even had best supporting earrings in this speech. When she starts to kind of shake her head, her earrings dangle. There is, I I am so captivated by this very short little monologue of hers, and. The other thing that I love about Donna Murphy is the backstory of Donna Murphy getting cast in this role. She's like, I, I'm not a ballet dancer. I know nothing about this. And she did as much research as she could in order to like feel like she wasn't an imposter in this role. Like she took this seriously. I had no idea. I mean, I feel like that because the conceit of a lot of the casting in this movie is like, well... They're dancers, yeah. and we need them to dance a little bit more than we need them to act, just a little bit. But we do need to act, need them to act a little bit, and they won't, but they will dance. And so then we got Donna Murphy. She can act. Mary, what do you know? Nothing. Nothing. Nobody. Well, you know that the worst part is that Susan May Pratt was not hired for her dancing. I she know. had no ballet experience. She was hired for her acting. Get what you paid for, Mary. Yeah, yeah. You got Susan May that. Oh I just, my I, God. I will stand by that. That is some a statement I made on an earlier episode. Is that I do of that era. She is one of my least favorite. You know, early two thousands, late nineties teen actors. Who? Jodie Sawyer. No, gosh, not Jodie Sawyer. Jodie Sawyer, take a drink every time she says Jodie Sawyer. Susan May Pratt, who plays Maureen Cummings. Oh, oh, oh. I, I haven't seen her in anything else. She was in 10 Things I Hate About You oh, and Get Over okay, It. Remember? Okay, okay. Right, right, yeah. right. We had this discussion offline. Yeah. And I, I have not really ever seen 10 Things I Hate About You. I think I saw it, but it was super stoned and I don't really remember. And then the other movie I've never even heard of. That's the one with Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, that I, that's why I, I haven't seen it. Okay. What was more famous with that is there was a Britney Spears song. Yes, Drive Me Crazy. Mo- Drive Me Crazy. Okay. That's the movie. It's Drive Me Crazy. Not oh, Get Over it. okay. I know that movie. Okay. Okay. Is it Drive Me? Anyway, in any event, Susan May Pratt, she's in that world um, and is indeed not the strongest actor. Insufferable. Not the Donna Murphy. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, well, I can't wait to talk about that. But this Mary's, we are finally here for Mary's choice of center stage. I have been referencing this movie for, I don't know, two years now. And I guess I just assumed you had seen it or that I made you watch it once um, because Deborah Monk is in it. Donna Murphy is in it. And it's so bad that it's good. I relate uh, Jodie Sawyer or the actress that plays Jodie Sawyer. What's her name? Jodie Sawyer is played by Jodie Sawyer, Amanda Schull. Oh, Amanda Schull. I imagine Amanda Schull and in this movie is kind of like Elizabeth Berkley in Showgirls in the sense that like she's so bad, but nobody really wanted to tell her and she could dance and she's pretty. I mean, she is it is it is a similar like it's a less lurid showgirls right. because there is that sense of like Oh, a lot of these people are just not there's it's like there's the alignment is just slightly off, you know, mm. and uh, <laughs> Jody in particular. I mean, just 
it's true. The number of times that she says, I'm Jody Sawyer, Jody Sawyer, or somebody says the name Jody Sawyer. Jody Sawyer. I, yeah. Jody Sawyer. It is only rivaled by Cooper Nielsen. Uh, mm. But uh, yeah, Jody is, um, she's quite the gal. She's quite the dancer. She's uh, quite the costume changer in the finale. Oh, ugh, God. One of, one of the most iconic teen scenes from the two early aughts, two thousands, like that, like going out of reality to create that scene, like you know, I don't know. There, there's something yeah. that is so campy and ridiculous about it, but like at that point in the movie, you're like, I don't care. I mean, it really is because I'll tell you, I did end up having a much more forgiving energy about a lot of this movie than I expected to. Oh, there good. was a, a lot more of like, okay. This is fine. Like, you know, we'll talk about it, but like the salsa scene, I was concerned it was a lot more of like, in my mind, that scene was like all of these like, all of these black and brown people getting out of the way so that these white ballet uh-huh. kids could show off. Uh-huh. Like, that's kind of what I was imagining it was. And then it was going to be a lot of like, whoa, you know, a lot of like watching and dancing and from the from the circle, oh, you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, 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 as yes. they're just showing off in the middle, but it wasn't as much of that. And so I felt good about that. Okay. But um, right. but then we got to the finale and I was like, when did your shoes turn red? <laughs> Where did the Spring Street subway station entrance yes. come? How did they get the bed out? Yeah. And, and how must it feel to be a featured dancer in khakis walking in the back of the scene? You're oh, never going to get picked for nothing in nothing. those dockers, yeah. honey. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was just it, it, unbelievable. And I found all of the um, forgiveness that had kind of, you know, tallied up in the account just drain oh really oh it stays for me because really i like the camp value of the fact that eric was supposed to play cooper's part is also what makes this all so funny to watch well and yeah and then imagining that like eric was going to do that part i was like oh come on but then you know the weird sort of notion of like but that role is so featured that like this what an egomaniac for Cooper to basically like uh-huh. star in his own show uh-huh. and have large parts of it that are just about him. Ugh. God, with that penis. Yeah. With that, you know, I'll, I did see the thrusted penis. And Mary? I realized, oh, that awoke a lot oh, for a lot of people. Mary, I, I mean, I was in the theater with my friends when I was 16. And it, I mean, I was transfixed. Yeah, it's it's that kind of gray sweatpants. It's uh-huh. a different type. It's that kind. Oh, my goodness. Well, I can't wait to get to that last scene and kind of parse it out just a little bit more because there's some other details in there that I think are worth it. Um, and I, I'm curious to hear because I, I can also see why you also hated that part. But let's... I think it. Yeah, I think we'll get to it. But yeah, let's let's go back to the 2000. Yeah, 2000. 2000. Zoe Zaldana's like almost like her big break in a way. And, you know, as I said, they it's interesting as she was cast as having like dance experience. But obviously she's also a great actress. And so I know you had kind of mentioned, oh, Zoe Zaldana in in um, center stage. And I will say 
Zoe Saldana in center stage. Thank you. Thank you. I feel really kind of like uh, validated here because back then and even now, whenever you watch it, like she is the queer icon. She's the one that is going against the grain. She's calling out the bullshit, even though her character is kind of problematically written, which I get it. Um, But still, it still holds up in the sense that like we fucking love her. And she's from Passaic, New Jersey. <laughs> so, like, let's also recognize, like, uh, you know, a hometown girl or at least, a, you know, nearby. This is her her big break. She appeared, uh, I think, in some, you know, tiny bit part in a Law & Order episode in 1999. But this is her first movie. And then she was in Get Over It after this with, I think, Susan May Pratt. Mary, everybody was talking about Eva Rodriguez Zoe Saldana after this movie. Nobody gave a shit about Amanda Shaw, a skull, whatever. Nobody gave a shit about her. It was all about Zoe. She just stole this movie in that like teen heartthrob type of way. Even the boys, like, yeah, we thought they were cute, but like we loved Zoe Saldana. I mean, where else was was Amanda Scholl gonna what's her name Amanda Scholl Ashley yeah. Scholl Amanda, Amanda where else was she gonna go she's just a dancer not just but she's a dancer and so like unless you're gonna do this the the sequel if you're gonna be in center stage mm. two like you know are you gonna try to get into that Canadian movie the company like what are you doing here Jeff you know yeah oh Amanda well you know she, she she certainly had a lot of moments in this movie and Zoe Saldana made smoking cool yeah. Oh, she did. You know, she had no problem, you know, breaking the, the residential advisory code in terms mm. of indoor smoking. Uh, I will say I'm going to bite my tongue on Amanda Scholl because she has had a long career since this movie. I figured she did. I, I, yeah. I knew that a little bit, but I've never seen her really in anything. Like I never watched One Tree Hill or Pretty Little Liars. Like I never saw yeah, any of those things. She did a lot of TV. She did Suits. You know, she oh. was in suits. Oh. suits. Suits. It's one of those shows on USA. Wear a suit. Welcome. Yeah. Wear a suits. Wear suits. Yeah, she was in uh, seven episodes of Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. You have to say it like that. Pretty little pills. So, anyway, that's a man. So, you know, and for anyone who doesn't know, obviously, Center Stage is just like an updated version of fame. And it's yes. all about these kids trying to get to the American Ballet Academy. And, you know, it's a uh, it's a tight race, but, you know, we're following the kids who got in, you know, an exorbitant number of straight men, for example. Yeah. Oddly, um, oddly, the opening credits are all just them getting in. It's a lot of exposition put in a very, very small uh, window. And we learn a lot of research. I almost felt like it was written like showgirls in the sense that, like, the director did their research on this industry. I don't think this is true, but like it felt like this. That's how clunky the writing was, where like random lines were thrown in there because they heard it in an interview, like brown rice and vegetables, for instance. You know, uh-huh, sure, it's and just surface level understanding. Exactly, yeah. and so you had the phrase like "not enough turnout, bad feet." Like you heard "bad feet" so many times in this movie that it seemed like it was just like oh. Let's, oh, that's that's an issue for ballerinas. Let's talk about them oh, having bad, bad feet. Oh, bad feet, bad <laughs> feet. Well, you know the the person who wrote this, Carol uh, Heckinen, uh I don't. I'm assuming. I'm, we'll say she just for the fun of it, because we need more female writers. She's not a terribly pro- prolific writer, but before this, she did write 
uh, Empire Records, and so maybe oh. that is what is informing. And then uh, this is the last thing that she has a writing <laughs> credit for. So you might be onto something, but uh, yeah, Empire Records. Oh God, yeah, no it it just became one of those one of those uh, things where I kept hearing the research. Yeah, bad feet, bad feet. Um, <clears throat> you know, early in the movie, I do want to just point out. Just a little, uh, I don't remember if she's a Matreon alum, but the woman who plays Jody, uh, what's her name? Jody, Jody Sawyer. The woman Amanda who plays Jody Scholl. Sawyer's, yeah. Uh, Amanda Scholl, the woman who plays Jody Sawyer's mother is named Marianne Plunkett. And I've seen her in a bunch of things, uh, like at the public. And she's a great actress. And I want to cast, like, oh. you know what? I feel like you could play her and the one you would really play, uh, like the feature role is you would play Emily's mom. Emily's mom. Em oh, Marsha Jane Kurtz. Yes. So so you let's okay, so here's the thing, Mary. <laughs> like let's just open because this is a theme in the, in the movie. There's a lot of dancing, there's a lot of kids in it, but the thing about Center Stage is the women of Center Stage. Yes. And you're getting it, Mary. You're getting you, there's, it. There's there is women in it and they're not insignificant and so Marsha Jane Kurtz plays Emily who you know, dares to eat dessert. And so, you know, is, is asked to leave the company. And so there's this great scene where her mother comes to pick her up. Marsha is an alum, a Matreon alum. She played some, someone in, in her shoes named Mrs. Stein. <gasps> I feel like we may have talked about her then. Cause I just feel like she's someone I'm aware of. Um, but she has this great little speech. She's kind of like, what's her name? Uh, Amy Morton in Straight yes. Talk. She has like one monologue that like uh. addresses the crowd. Uh. Like, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do if you're not happy. This doesn't make you happy. Don't do it. Don't sacrifice your health. And then Oh, I Mary, leave. she's like the woman at the funeral that in the scene that was cut from- Jennifer's body. Yes. Jennifer's body. Yes. Yes. These one scene queens uh. are- so important. And so she is a one scene queen in this movie. And they didn't need to include this. No. You know? No, but because of the research, I feel like there was yeah. so, like, they needed to tell the anorexia story, like, getting kicked out because of your weight, the bad feet, you know, all of those stories they needed to tell because that was part of the research. Even, like, yeah. the salsa club or cleaning the mirrors as punishment, like, all of the research they did with the American Ballet Company, uh, now in the movie American Ballet Academy, um, I, I it it just seems like yes, they needed this storyline for the the quote unquote fat girl. Yeah, and like because we are we're already getting the bulimia story with Maureen, and so I feel like they need to also show like you know this isn't worth it, you know, in in, in, a, in a different character's life. Uh -huh. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. What They're... they need to do is give Marsha Jean Kurtz a scene, and they did. Yeah, you know? they absolutely did. They gave a lot of these women scenes, and that's one of the strongest parts of this of this movie. I mean, Debbie Monk had it. You had uh, – they did not need to give the, uh, the, the Donna Murphy scene. They, no. They didn't need to do that. If you think about it, this movie has – they give moments to Donna Murphy, uh, Deborah Monk, Debbie Monk, uh, Marsha Jean Kurtz. You could even say that they're, they're kind of giving Priscilla Lopez – Oh, uh, Mary. The movie at a moment as well. Mary. She – that is my favorite scene in the movie. I believe yeah. it is my favorite scene. Uh, unabashedly, my favorite scene in the movie for so many reasons. And she is like, 
the number one symptom. Like I Just dance the shit out of it. <laughs> Mary, it's so the woman in Showgirls. It's so the mama in Showgirls. A woman, you know, dance the shit out of oh. it. And then a bit of a thrust it, thrust it. Uh, I mean, that, yes, that was thrust it, Mary. That yeah. was some of the most Showgirls uh, of this movie. Ugh. Uh, music. I, yes, the music. Oh, I I love that scene. All right. Well, let's go a little bit more linearly here. Uh, we don't have to talk about everything, but I do want to just. You know, make sure I give credit where credit is due. Um, give me your thoughts on Cooper Nielsen, especially at the beginning, in his leather jacket. I'm I am not swooning. Mm. I it took to quote Coco Montrese, "Don't try it, little boy." <laughs> I you know I mean yeah there was it was like a Matthew McConaughey wannabe where he just clearly wasn't filling that jacket. Or the seat of that motorcycle. No, I I really like. I I think once the movie was over and I like had an understanding of like that he was supposed to be the like, you know, the hot like in, you know teacher instructor who was crossing the line and he was like there were all these things that he was too young for mm. and too like the apartment that he eventually fucks Jody in. I was like you. Oh, I know. You broke in. Like, you don't live here. You live in Sunnyside with two roommates. He, I believe he was one of the first people cast in this movie because he was such a good dancer. Because he, I mean, he is a phenomenal dancer. Yes. We see a lot of his ballet and a lot of solo stuff and and stuff that I'm normally like, who cares? And I was gripped watching him. He is such a good dancer. He has a beautiful hiney. And I, I call them heinies when they're ballet dancers because they are heinies. They're yeah. little heinies. You know, they're little. Yeah, like, little, they're little heinies. <laughs> it's not even a tush. It's a heiney. It's a heiney. Um, but and then like, they're gigantic crotches, Mary. His that scene, the Broadway dance studio scene, Mary, is in he looks insane. That's that's why this movie is also very queer because it's very much less the male gaze and it's the female gaze. It is always looking at these men and their butts and their packages. We're not like drooling over Jodie Sawyer's body in this movie. No, I I feel like I get more butt shots of guys than girls. Yeah, and and in that dance scene in particular, but in general, like yeah, he is. I mean, I, I couldn't tell in that dance scene if because sometimes they wear a little a little piece, so mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the dance belt, piece, mm-hmm. little dance this belt. Piece. So I couldn't. That seemed like it could have been a dance belt, but to that point, if I was seeing this for the first time in the early two thousands, I would not know that was a dance belt, and so the formative imagery that that would cap create for me you know what i mean that there was a guy uh, with a package that big uh, just letting it flop around in the broadway dancing oh uh, god and you know it does oh my it's god it's gotta happen oh there's gotta god. be a couple of flippy floppers you know <sighs> so yeah we get introduced with to cooper we get introduced to all these people uh eva uh she takes the top bunk which mary that is the best choice, correct? Yeah, okay. yeah. If you have to have a bunk bed, I prefer the top bunk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. She's smoking in the dorm. Let me tell you, there was no smoke in that dorm room, and there it would have been filled. Yeah, it was a tiny room. It was, you know. Uh, the window know. wasn't even open. 
And and it's, it's the kind of thing where with her smoking, this is kind of our introduction to Eva, and we don't know why she's got an attitude and why she's like <laughs> they they just set up of like, well, of course she's got an attitude. Yeah, like there's it's, no it's clunky writing. It's there's kind no of racist. origin story yeah, exactly. of why she's like so ornery. Yeah, there's Eric who we meet later, and Mary. This is the character I was talking about in our last episode. But Eric O. Jones, after Oprah, she's my idol, and I'm like, oh, they did. This it's such to an us. early two thousands. Yes gay thing to say yeah they did this to us yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's a will and grace her. joke yeah um and yeah, i ahead. will say this there is a scene later between him and zoe saldana that is one of the better scenes in the movie oh very much so very yeah. much so yeah when there's a lot of says, wisdom there uh-huh he's like i know you know when she yeah. says that, she's like i don't yeah. care and he goes i know uh-huh and it's very knowing you know mm-hmm. and very like then he pats the bed and mm. i was like all right, you little faggot. I'm yeah. into this. Yeah. Little, you know? little mama. Come on, little Oprah. Mama. Come on, Come Oprah. on, little mama. <laughs> yeah, little Oprah. <laughs> little Oprah. That was a nice connection. Yeah. Um, He can't act for beans. Sasha Radetzky, who's oh. like a dancer with Ethan uh, in the ballet, which is, I think, you know, why he was known for this part. But, you know, he walks in with that line. Is this the right room? If it's not, I'm staying anyways. As if he's just been like on a long, as if yeah. he just is like the end of the book, The Road. It's like, oh, I guess this is where I'm landing now. It, it's like, no, yeah, Charlie, this is the room. It, or if it's two doors down, I don't know. Like, what, uh, is this the right room? What if it wasn't? What like, it what wasn't? would he do if it wasn't? You know what yeah, I mean? How long do you, yeah, it becomes this absurdist play of like, when do you leave? Like, you made this dumb joke, and now you're so committed to it that you're not going to leave our room. If it's not, uh, I'm staying anyways. Not, I'm staying anyways. <laughs> well, he, yeah, go ahead. He's a cutie patootie. I'll well, give him that. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when the movie was first, when I first watched this as, like, a little budding 16-year-old little faggot, uh, I got Cooper Nielsen, and I was like, eh. I got Eric, and I was like, eh. And then I got Charlie, and I'm like, okay. And it wasn't uh. until later that I dumped Charlie and went with somebody else. And I'm sure you understand and who that is, but, uh, and we'll get to him. Um, Oh, him, him, Mary, him. Wow. All right. Really? No, I don't know. I know what I, I want to talk about him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so we get some exposition and then we get the famous shoe scene. I feel like this is, it's one of those scenes where when you are a kid and you don't know anything about ballet, you remember this scene, this little montage. You know, it it pales in comparison, but I will give it some correlation to a league of their own montage. Uh-huh. Where it's a lot of baseball, a lot of gloves, a lot of this, a lot of that. Bruises. Of like bruises uh-huh. and all these things and the, the shit on the shoe that they have to scrape off. I always think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so they they show you all in montage style just to catch you up on the world of this and you know I think maybe all this was missing was like the Hans Zimmer score you know? yes yes instead we got da 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 it wasn't Mandy Moore it was one of the few songs in this movie that wasn't Mandy Moore oh thank God it was George Fenton George Fenton did I think. Yeah, he did a bunch of things. Let's see. What do we know here that he did? Uh, he did Mixed Nuts. Oh, that's a Matron alum. Yes, Matron alum. He did Multiplicity. Oh, with Andy McDowell. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mary Riley. 
with Julia Roberts. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Object of my affection. Which I think was also directed by the same guy who directed this. Mary, ever after. <gasps> Just breathe. Just breathe. And then you've got mail. Oh, you know, and I would do that as a matriarch sometimes. Same. Just, but only in the fall. Yeah, 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 same, same. Yeah. And, and Sweet Home Alabama, I think, is also something we should talk about at some point. Because I've never seen that. You've never seen Sweet Home Alabama? No, I know of her, but oh. I know three things about it, but I've never watched it, yeah. Um, he also did Last Holiday, which I love. Uh, he's he's done so much. Oh, my God. Last Holiday with Queen Latifah, where yes. she's going to kill herself yes. in Jesus, <laughs> what a weird She's not going to kill herself. She thinks she's going to die. Right, right, but, you know. Sleepy time you, movie for me. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah that, sure, I can understand that. It has <laughs> sleepy time feelings, yeah. Uh, anyway, a big shout out to the that I don't know, 90s type of score that he made for this early aughts movie. So, or aughts Well, movie, yeah, I mean, say. this is this weird era where it's like, yeah, it's 2000, but then when you see like any of the street scenes and you see some of the cars and it's like, "Oh, wow. This is old." Like, yeah. that's an old limo that they're taking. Oh know? my god, I know. And even just the shots of New York, uh, it it feels old. They're smoking yeah. indoors. It's old. Yeah, and like it's still, it feels you know, treacly to say, but you know, the, anytime there are like this, the Twin Towers shots, there is a like, oh, oh, like there's a reaction. There, it it still is like, oh, oh did they? Time. Did they have that? They did when they go over the bridge on the motorcycle. Oh, because this was right before. That's right. This was in two thousand. Oh yeah. my so it just, god! You know, okay. it just has that like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh. Um, the writing. Okay, so the next scene, obviously, it's like their first class, and Eva walks in late. Of course, it's this very, you know, two D writing for Zoe Saldana, Queen, where she just has a bad attitude. She's got gum. She's not dressed right. It's like, why do you think she would like? She wouldn't follow the rules. I feel like this character would like want to acquiesce. You know, would want mm-hmm. to like do what she can to stay, you know? Yeah, we're really given no reason why <laughs> she is so, like, like against this whole thing. It's like, you, this is what you signed up for, and now you're like, what do you mean I can't chew gum in class? It's mm. like, what do you mean, what do you mean? Mm. Like, <laughs> they're taking off their underwears in the pool, you fucking stupid. I'm um, hello. <laughs> you Get know? your hair out of your face. It also yeah. felt like... I don't know. There was uh, the optics of it didn't feel right. You know what I mean? Like it was like, let's colonize mm-hmm. this, you know, this little immigrant. You know what I mean? It stood out. It definitely. And I feel like there's a different story you can tell with the only black girl in class. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a, or Afro there's a very, Latinx, you know, like whatever. Yeah. We not don't even white. Know. Yeah, not whatever. white. Not exactly. White. Yeah, but not, let's say not white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think somewhere in here is where we uh, we see Peter Gallagher as Jonathan. Oh, tell me your thoughts on him. Do you I love mean, him? I feel like he plays the same role yes. in every fucking movie. Yes. And that's fine, but I feel like the role that he plays in this, I feel like it, it's almost as if I'm confusing it with another movie. Like, wasn't he uh, a chilly dance instructor in another movie as well? Uh, I mean, no, I don't know. Well, but anyway, he's been in everything. He's fine, but I feel like he... Is just kind of like um, it's like when he was younger, there was like kind of leading man qualities because he's like very good looking, and then over time he's become this like character actor 
even though he doesn't look like one. Does that make sense? He's not like quirky looking. Yeah, you're actually absolutely right. Like there was this, oh, Peter Gallagher. He was in While You Were Sleeping, you know, mm-hmm. like he's mm-hmm. supposed to be that, that sexy kind of, I don't know, dark, tall and handsome kind of Yeah, he was in Sex, Lies and Videotape. Like there was just like a, he was a hot guy at one time right. who could have gone down like a, you know, I don't know. Could have been like a Patrick Dempsey kind of guy, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I. Uh, he feels like he was in the company with Nev Campbell, but that was Malcolm McDowell, who is much older. Right, right. But I kind of like associate. I'm like, well, yeah, well, same difference, right? Um, and maybe it's but- this movie that that's why he has that look to him, you know? Maybe. Yeah, he, there's just something about him where I just think like, to me in some ways, like this is his like, signature role and that like this he's just this mm-hmm. guy he's you know? this guy yeah it's weird because he also like needed to do research on how to be an ex-dancer you know like mm-hmm. it's you know it was like nothing like what do you how do you even do that research yeah uh, right yeah how are do you have bad feet you know and um, he's not even that good in this movie you know what i mean like he's it i don't know it it doesn't always work He's not the one I'm focused on when I've got all these other ladies. Um, Absolutely. Including my one of my favorite supporting characters in this movie who has probably my favorite line from this movie, if not from like a favorite, like a supporting character. The woman who says, who let that disaster in here? Do you remember that line? Oh, is that at the class or? The, yes, um, in the class. I am not remembering. I don't even who know is. who that is. I'm, yeah. Well, it's interesting is that the cast goes in order of appearance. So it's probably this ABA girls class teacher who appears around the same time that Donna Murphy and Peter Gallagher do. Yes. So it's someone named Lisa Lagulo. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how to pronounce it. Who let that disaster in here? Ugh, I just like the whole obsession with how awful Jodie Sawyer is. And I'm like, you're right. She is a terrible actress. Like, yeah. who let that disaster in here is right. <laughs> it's true. And I uh, I am only comforted. I, I want to take a screenshot and print the first time we see Debbie Monk oh. sitting at that desk oh. with that computer on the phone it is like it is so it might as well be 1993 you know what i mean it is so perfect mm. it's it's it, it makes me feel everything i want to feel is debbie monk on a phone in front of a big desktop computer in an office in in 2000 trying to land and, a big donor yeah yeah it's like all right all right i'm going to put put aside three tickets for you only cuz i'm nice <laughs> and and i just i sat up Ugh. She, and she, oh God. And then yeah. just how perfect she is being that gossipy stage mom that's like so waspy. Like, what's the competition? Just like, you know, that mom that is in cahoots with her daughter, but exactly. like is controlling mm-hmm. her. And because she's, mm, she plays Nancy, Maureen's mm, mother. Yes. Uh, and they go to the cafeteria together. And it's like, I feel like the salad bar scene is what you're talking about, yes. where there's a lot of like, huh, huh, look at her, you know? And it's, yeah, th- that scene was very like ladies in cahoots. And she, God, that, the character of Maureen's mom, I feel like is so, it's almost like the writer knew this woman. It is. I feel like it is so 
right on because she, the way she, she lies to Maureen later to manipulate her, to gaslight her, when she's like, Juli- Juliet sought me out. She came to me and like, like saying like, oh, you're off. And oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Right. Um, and then it turns out that she's like a total racist at the end of the movie. Like there's all like the, the through line of her is so brilliant. And then that last shot of her in the lobby. Oh my God. That's <laughs> so, so, you know, Debbie Monk, you know, there's a, the way in which she exits the row when she sees that, uh, that Eva uh, is doing the role that Maureen should be doing in the ballet. Yes. So there's this dramatic trying to get out from the middle uh, seat of the row. Uh, and I would also play me. her friend <laughs> who's looking at the playbill going, Maureen's supposed to have this role. I thought Maureen going had on? this role. I, that, that's also a role I could play once I'm done playing Emily's mother. Uh, and so I thought she, Maureen had this I role. I thought Maureen had this role, and it's just—it's great. Meanwhile, Debbie Monk is just face oh, acting. She's she is so embarrassed. She's not even worried about her daughter. She's just mortified. She's she yeah. feels humiliated in this moment, and the way that Debbie is portraying this is brilliant. She it's is so livid. Good. She's not concerned. She's livid. And they have this, and, and Maureen is perfectly waiting outside the lobby. It's just uh, one of these center stage moments uh, where it's like, well, perfect timing and placement. Boy, it's a good thing that your mom ran out. I think she and knew. I think she knew she was going to run out. No I cell guess. phones, right? So, like, yeah. she knew. She knew. You know, and in some ways, I, I have to say, you know, where are the parallels of Debbie Monk and Barbara Hershey? Oh, Oh, I know. I uh, in, Mary, in yes, Black, Black Swan. Swan. Yes, Mary. Black Swan for anyone of who's like, Of course we Hershey love who. it. Of course yeah. we love this. Yes. And this, I mean, there's such a, it, fine, it's garbage. There's such a similar <laughs> energy. But to your point, the final, they have this huge confrontation at the end of the movie. And then the final shot, the shot I was hoping that we were going to get is the faraway shot mm. of Nancy with her face in her hands. You know, you know, huddled over, and then you know, Maureen walking away with her bangs, Ugh, with her bangs, <laughs> with her bangs. It's oh, so. I mean, God. Mary, it's great. This scene, this whole scene. When I was in the movie, it was basically all high schoolers. It was like mm-hmm. cheerleading squads went to see this together. You know, dance groups went to see this. Me and all of my little girlfriends went to see this together. And when the, when she walks out. And she says, are you sick? Then why the hell is that trash out there dancing your part? We all went, oh. Oh. <laughs> Debbie, you didn't. Debbie does it. She really, that white liberal revealed herself as the yes, kids Yes, she say. did. Um, oh, my God. And then Maureen's well, response, because I want her to, and she's not trash. Cue the applause from the audience. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, and, to and disrespect Zoe Daldana, Mary. We didn't even right. know who Zoe Daldana was at this age. Uh, who was watching Law and Order at I that know, point? I know, I know. Who would have caught her? Oh, my God. Uh, you know, Debbie is, I think it's important to note that Debbie is, of course, a Matreon alum. And I think one that we continue to circle because, yes, she was in a small role in the First Wives Club. She had a slightly bigger role in In and Out. Mm. But, of course... A movie that you have also bandied about often that she is also in. Do you remember what it is? I can give you a hint. Is it Jeffrey? She is in Jeffrey, but there is something else. Oh, Mrs. Winterborn. Mrs. Winterborn. <laughs> so <Terrible> eventually <laughs> we'll do Mrs. Winterborn and she'll continue to be an alum. And then after that, I don't know. We're going to have to really figure out how we can get more Debbie Monk on this podcast. We might just do one of her episodes of Grey's Anatomy that she was on. 
But Mary, um, Mary, she was in a Todd Salons movie. Palindromes. Oh yeah. my God. So Debbie maybe Monk. we'll do that. Okay. Oh, I yeah. just, I love her. I think Debbie Monk is fantastic. Wait. Okay. Hold on. I, and I think some of our Marys may need to weigh in because I have been ignoring the show The Gilded Age. Oh, me too. Yeah. She is in all nine episodes of that. And I have heard that it is like, and just like that terrible, but I'm also open to hearing that it's amazing. And so I need someone to weigh in and tell us if we should do the Gilded uh, Age or watch it and not do it. So, an episode my on friend, it. I just had dinner with my friend Simon last night, and he's into Downton Abbey. He was like selling me on Bridgerton, which he's like, Johnny, just watch one episode. It's actually not what you think. There's not like those annoying British accents that you hate. And I was like, okay, well, what about the Gilded Age? He's like, I love the Gilded Age. Uh, it just took a, it, the gays stopped watching it because like the first three episodes were really slow. And I was like, okay, uh, the Gilded Age is. He said it's like it's set in America, where yeah. it's it's like the the upper class, like the old rich and new rich. Uh, there and he's like, it's very good, and I'm like, okay, maybe, but I don't think I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I mean, the women in it are pretty phenomenal. I'm sure. I'll, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're. It's. I get it. I get that Cynthia Nixon, Christine Baranski, Celia Keenan Bolger, mm-hmm. Debbie Monk, Debbie Kelly Monk. O'Hara, sure, sure. Um, Christy Nielsen. Like, there's a lot of great like New York actresses. Oh, Audra McDonald, uh. um, Carrie Coon, if you're into her. Uh, but um, Vera Farmiga's younger sister, Chaisa. But I don't know. I need someone to tell me how, why to watch it or to watch it. So I put that out there. Mary, the next scene I kind of want to talk about that's important is this like after party, after the ballet. We see Eva crying at the ballet because uh, Cooper Nielsen's butt is so beautiful. Oh, um, I can't blame her. Yeah. 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 I would be crying too. Just want to take a bite out of it. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's a little hiney, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see the pit of that peach, you know? <laughs> um, but this is where we meet the med student Jim, a.k.a. Paul Rudd, or the boyfriend with the Jeep in Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bradley, uh, whatever. Bradley something who was on the West Wing. Mm. Um, Bradley Whitford. But no, 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 yes. no, 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 no. Not Bradley Whitford. Oh. The one with the Jeep. The one who saves the day. The young college guy. Oh, the young college guy. Excuse me. Yes, of course. Not um, so cool. Not him. Not him. Not him. He gets Doesn't he get punched in the face at yeah. some point? Yes. Uh, so, Jim. Boy, he comes uh. on... Like a like a variant, he comes on real strong. <laughs> uh, he comes on my face. Uh, I he would like to. He'd I, like to come on Maureen Cummings. Mary, face. Mary, were you not just smitten with him? He's giving you like you know gentle top energy, Leland. Yes, I definitely thought of Leland going. That's okay. That's uh, okay. Yeah, no, he's definitely. Absolutely. He's definitely doing all of that. I feel like it's a little bit similar to, isn't there that guy in Pitch Perfect, that Aston or whatever? Oh, Sean Aston. Uh, yeah, the other one. The other one. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. The yes. other one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, where it's just kind of like, oh man, you are just so patient and nice. And, you know, uh, I, I think he's a very nice boy. Skyler, kind of, Skyler is who you're thinking of. Sorry. Skyler, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. I sort of felt like Jim was kind of like, um, what's his name? Uh, 
this Charlie's stunt double. I kept kind of they looked very oh. similar, but Charlie was a little bit prettier. You know what I mean? Oh, you thought so? I think whatever his name is, Aeon Bailey. Uh, let's see, Eon, Eon, Eon. Eon. Yeah. He is Mary. He is gorgeous. He is gorgeous. He is, and he's aged very well. He's a very pretty man, and he's a very successful career. And um, were you not just like wetting your pants at that scene where you see? His chest hair coming out the top of his shirt. Uh, I don't think I noticed. Oh my that. god! The the boxer briefs when it's that awful Maureen acting scene. Oh yeah, he yeah. I mean, is gorgeous. And he was you know, when they went out to bowling, and then they were in. And she, I always think about the way she bites that pizza. That for some reason I've always <laughs> known because it's as if she's not using her teeth, as if she's just using her mm, lips, and she's gumming it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the way he is kind of with her, <laughs> uh, is is kind of lovely. I do remember uh, that he is so gorgeous. Also, in 2022, his behavior would not fly. Uh, no, because it was very it, aggressive. Yes, yes. It was clear like she was like, no. And then he stalked her anyway. Well, and here's a fun little piece of trivia I discovered that then, you know, the receptionist at the school is like, you know, you're not supposed to give this number out, Maureen. <laughs> well, that receptionist is played by In the Heights' Olga Meredith. <gasps> oh, I yeah. love that. I love that. That's fabulous. And Another, so who I would also play in this movie is uh, Joan Miller. Oh, the, yes. The, you know, donor who is played by this woman named Elizabeth Hubbard, who is apparently like a huge soap opera actress. Because I was like, who is this lady? And mm. she's been on like over 1800 episodes of like Days of Our Lives or something. So, mm. um, but she had, I felt like that was a role I'd like to play of just this like, you know interested older lady it's kind of a cougar in a way i'm glad they didn't like totally go into that like i feel like in a darker version of center stage like cooper would have had to have sex with her absolutely they actually gave her some dignity towards the end where i think she was talking to jonathan or something and she was like oh you know cooper's being nice you know giving some time Mm -hmm. to to an old lady right and so she like yeah she was on as the world turns for um Let's see how many episodes was she on. 1,873. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good for her. Uh, Good for her. Good for her. These soap opera actresses, you know, they fucking work. You know, this scene, we also meet Julie Kent uh, at the party scene. And I got to say, she was the best acting ballerina in the movie. That was Kathleen. Uh, Yes, Kathleen. Because isn't there a scene where she's like walking down the hall after they're in class and she's uh-huh. like, and she looks very like, it's almost like Judy Greer in 13 girls. Oh, 30 she's kind Judy of energy. Greer for sure. Right? Yes. Right? Hi There's girls. a real Ju- early yes. 2000s Judy Greer energy. <laughs> and it's very, hi girls. Oh, and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that Kathleen? <laughs> yeah. And the way that she gives Cooper shit. After Jody gives her the cookies, I I just thought she did very well. Oh, she did end up doing better. Like, yeah, that was actually kind of a funny scene where she was, she, yeah, chittle acting moment. I'll give yeah, her that. Yeah, she was great. Um, so anyway, the movie kind of keeps going on, and we, you know, obviously Eva uh, has more conflict with uh, Juliet Simone, and while we're on the name of Juliet Simone, Mary, tell me about. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? The quote by Debbie Monk. 
Debbie Monk or Donna Murphy? Debbie Monk says about oh, Donna Murphy. Oh, she's not Juliet Simone. She's Julia Simon from Perth Amboy, New Jersey, and her father owns a Walmart. Her father managed a Walmart. Yeah. Put, yeah. Put that on a fucking throw pillow. Juliet Simone. She's Julia Simon from Perth Amboy, New Jersey. Her father runs a, manages a Walmart. I want to just read the quote. Uh, who cares what she thinks anyway? Juliet Simone, please. Her name's Julie Simon. She grew up in Perth Anboy. Her father managed a Walmart. Uh, it was stunning. Well, you know, because they have a scene together. Yeah, They have that scene where Debbie Monk is like leaving a store, I think. Oh, that bug. Run. Yeah, that bug. Oh, what was it? Yes, 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 yes. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Mm -hmm. And then they have like a little walk and talk. And I was like... This is insane. It's Debbie Monk and Donna Murphy doing Ugh. this like walk and talk in center stage. You know, I mean, this is truly like the De Niro and Pacino mm -hmm. for gays, you mm -hmm. know, for theater gays. <laughs> oh, my God. And the fact that uh, Donna Murphy was like originally thinking she was going to play Debbie Monk's part. Oh, which I think she could. It was like she played a mom in another movie that we did recently. Right. Donna Murphy. She played. She played a concerned mom, and I'm trying to find what it was. I, I, it's refusing to leave me. Well, she was in Hello Again. Hello, she was. She was. Uh, I can't believe I don't even remember. Oh, we did a movie with her. Are you sure? I felt like there was something where she played, or maybe I just saw a movie where she played somebody's concerned mom. But I'm looking now on her IMDb, and I think maybe I must have invented it. And it was not a movie I saw. I'm vamping as I look up her IMDb. I must have made it up. I guess Donna Murphy did not play a concerned mom or I dreamed it. Yeah, you maybe you want her to play a concerned mom. I think mm. she is. She, I mean, they, they are both fabulous. And this scene was such a throwaway scene. But it was, you know, of course they took it very seriously. Mary, I figured out what it was. What was it? I watched this movie on a plane, I think. Because I don't know why else I would have watched it. It was the Nanny Diaries. Oh, the Nanny Diaries. Is that with what's her face? Scarlett Johansson. Scar Scarlett Yes, 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 and yes, yes. I and Laura Linney. Mm. I actually think I may have liked this movie more than I expected to. It's easier to like things on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where else are you gonna be? Yeah, um, where else? But anyway, um, that's it. So Don. So yes, I did appreciate that that read of Julia Simon. Yes, uh, absolutely. There's, there's also another scene where um, she's talking with. I think this is after her date, uh, Maureen's date with Jim, uh, with the pizza. Uh huh. Um, that mum. Yeah, where Debbie Monk, um, she's like, uh, you know, having a bad pot of deux partner. It's like having a bad tennis partner, and you know, Maureen doesn't. She doesn't want to talk about that. She's like, "What's wrong with you? you did you just start your period?" Like Debbie Monk is so toxic to this little girl and i don't know i just felt like these scenes were had the most meat on the bones and it's unfortunate because maureen was the worst actress in the movie she really is so these <laughs> this was like maureen trying to tell her mother that like elephant joke oh and yeah it was like oh yeah. maureen just give it up maureen <laughs> just give it up uh so you know let's okay so susan may pratt let's just like make sure we're we're square on this woman's career so susan <laughs> i think this was maybe her you know her first movie let's see so we're gonna scroll down to the bottom she was in let's talk about this um 
in terms of these, there was a TV movie of The Substitute 2. So I don't know what The Substitute 1 oh, was. Jesus. But anyway, she was first in 10 Things I Hate About You, and then Drive Me Crazy, and then Center Stage. And then after that, I just think that Oops. everybody caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. caught up. She did show up in Open Water 2. Adrift. I've seen that movie. It oh, you have? It was the not two, very good. The sequel? I saw the sequel. Is that where they jump off a boat and then they can't get back on? Uh, so they're going... Well, that's every open water. Um, so in open water two, they are going to like a lagoon to scuba dive and see like fish or whatever. And they, uh, the the main characters, miss the time to go back to the boat, and they miss getting on the boat. And like because they like signed up late, they weren't on like the registry list, so the boat leaves without them. Wasn't that the first open water? Because the second open water is when a group of friends fail to lower the ladder of their boat, they find themselves stranded in the surrounding waters and struggle to survive. Because I think the first one was that where they're like, Am I getting them confused? Okay. Yeah, that was the first one. The second one I remember was this one. Eric Dean is in the second one? Oof, okay. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Boy, before he was, you know, putting thumbs in mouths. So does Susan May Pratt die in the second one? I can't even remember. Probably. I feel like in these movies, everybody always dies. And that's why I don't like open water movies, because they're kind of like found footage where it's like, let me guess, everybody dies. Why did I watch this? Oh, I'm looking. Okay, spoiler alert, Marys. The film at the end cuts to Amy, Susan Susan May, Susan Mary Pratt, Susan Susan May May Pratt. Pratt, standing on the boat in the sun, looking around appearing heartbroken Dan is shown lying face down on the boat with a towel covering his lower half seemingly either sleeping or dead okay well, oh so she survives she survives oh maybe I'll she's watch the last this girl. one she's the last girl yeah. wow Susan May Pratt final girl that I, I'm so conflicted alright she uh, maybe well, her final line is like I'm not gonna die out here yeah you know regrets that's what swimming would be for me <laughs> a lifetime of regrets and I don't want to spend my life doing something just because I'm good at it, like acting. Oh, God. Um, one little note about Jim. I know that we have uh, another scene to get to between Jim and um, Maureen. But when Jim says he has impeccable hygiene, Mary, I think I flooded my no. basement. Yeah, that stood out to me big time. I was like, really? Huh. Oof. Now I'm interested. Ooh, uh, let me smell. <laughs> I was like, let me smell. Yeah. Let me smell. Let me smell all the crevices. Let me check your crevices. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. You know, in the interim here, before we kind of keep moving on, because I'm going to keep this conversation rolling, but, you know, we they try to kick out Jodie Sawyer because she doesn't have great feet. She has the wrong body type. Um, She's not growing. She's not. Yeah. She's just not. She's not getting any better uh, with, you know, Donna Murphy doing her best. Yeah. and, you know, it, it, it's still a thing that she's that's like a main thesis of this movie is that, you know, ballet is very specific and almost oppressive. And to make it as a ballet dancer is slim chances to none. You have a small career. They're trying to tell that story, but also that you can be a Jody Sawyer and then it can work out. Well, and I think that brings us to the salsa scene because oh. they all need a night off. You know, things are getting rough and they all need a night out. And mm. so Eva and Eric and um, Charlie and Jody Sawyer. The Russian and, guy. And the Russian guy, whatever his name is, you know, uh, Sergey, 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 they go out to some, you know, 
place where Elvis Crespo and some women are singing. He's like a big uh, singer, a big Spanish singer. Um, and uh, I've heard of him. I remember hearing that name. But uh, and yeah, it's it's where you know Jody's like, why can't I dance like this? Why can't it be like this? Mm. And it's really, I guess, kind of the you know what we're seeing is that you know Jody's going at you know Jody is basically. She's everything except a good ballet dancer. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so it seems to me ballet's just not your thing. And like, you know, spoiler alert at the end, it's not her thing. And it's like, you, you have to make multiple this. cuts. Yes. Yeah. You could have just gone salsa dancing and then just like left. Uh, there's a, a, a very quick little part of the salsa scene that I just wanted to point out. I wrote down Colin hates when Jody says, get your asses up here. I hated it. I hated it. It's like, don't do that. Don't you dare. And I got really nervous of like, oh God, now they're going to show them. Uh Oh, here it goes. And I was, my eyes were all on the like other dancers in the, in the, you know, on the dance floor. I was like, don't move out of their way. Don't move out of their way. Don't, don't be pretty. Don't be pretty. Mm. You know, don't be accommodating. Don't be accommodating. And it was, you know, it's a lot of just, you know, Oh, it's just a lot of, I felt like it was like when like musical theater kids like do karaoke and it's like, we get it. You can sing, you know? Mm, right. Yes. It is very much. You are MTs showing off right now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 You're living your life for, yeah. for validation at a bar right now. Yeah. 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 So you had water. You, you didn't even have like alcohol. You had water. Yeah, or you, or you had one sugary margarita, you know, and here's the weird thing is then the next day, obviously they're all hung over, but they're acting like they're still drunk. Like they did a lot of research on this movie, but nobody researched what being hung over is like. Well, you know, they're young kids. Uh, maybe they just had the giggles and they were a little, they were just unfocused. I've seen this. I've experienced this too, where it's not that you're drunk or even hung over. It's just that you've bonded so much with your friends and you're both kind of having trouble focusing. I think it was a case of the giggles for me. Well, I'm not going to give that kind of forgiveness to a movie like this. Good for you. Um, no way. They they need to dance the shit out of it. Well, speaking of dancing the shit out of it, Mary, this teacher, did you hate this teacher? She had great energy. I didn't hate her. No, I actually thought I was, okay, here's the thing. So Jody goes to this class, the Broadway Dance Center, that apparently, you know, anyone can go to and just walk in. It's true. Which is true. I read that. It's true. And so, uh, but apparently, even if you've never been there before, you know the choreography. That no, 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 knows. no, no. That's not true. That's not true. They, they did a big cut. So they, they teach a routine. And granted, it's often taught very quickly, but they teach a routine in about an hour or about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And then everybody takes turns kind of doing it for each other. Well, even the beginning, I feel like there were some moves that she was picking up very quickly. You know, Mm. it was a a bit of a hint of what was to come at the end of this in terms of like reality. But and here's the thing I was I'll get to that when we talk about the ending. But like there are ways in which they could have broken the rules of reality with this movie. And I wouldn't have cared. Got it. But, um, but then they have, yeah, this, this whole Broadway dance scene that like, I think Ugh. where it maybe I was like, Ooh, was when like Cooper and his like dude started dancing to whatever mm-hmm. that was at higher that, ground by the chili peppers. Yes, That's what it was. Higher ground by the chili peppers. And it was a lot of like, they were doing like 
curtsying and clapping. You know what I'm talking about? It was. I know like, what you're talking a, about. There's yeah. like a step routine that's in there that yeah. I feel like you don't like. I'm there. You know what? To be honest with you, Mary, I think you would have had a completely different feeling on this scene. Well, first of all, if Amanda Shaw wasn't in it, but also that Amanda Shaw was making those faces while she was dancing. I think if that wasn't it, you would have appreciated this scene. Well, what, one of the things I liked, I kind of, I thought it was sort of cute when, when the teacher was like, all right, just forget all the steps and just dance the shit, shit out, out of, it. of it. I thought that was kind of fun of like, okay. I mean, it was, this scene did not make me cringe nearly. Good. To the extent that I had expected when it started, Ugh. I was like, "Oh no, oh I love no!" It. I love because it. in the beginning, Jody comes in and she's the new student, and there's a bit of like a familiarity, and everyone else is kissing and hugging and being very extroverted, uh-huh. and I just felt very like Jody, like, "Oh God, I am not only new, but I am a singular energy here." You know? Yeah, I'm not going to shower with these people later. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, no, and and not for nothing, but neither she nor Cooper Nielsen shower before they go on their motorcycle date. And then fuck in his, oh. his Dumbo loft In his immaculate bohemian loft Yeah Right With the uh, corner windows And the amazing view uh, of, of the bridge uh, Marry me William <laughs> Yeah honestly It was just obscene Oh god uh, And you know what the, the thing that bothers me About that apartment It must get so bright In that place And I didn't see any curtains No exactly You have You have a, two exposures That are right Right on your face, all over your face. Ugh. That was that's like southern, western exposure. Like, ugh. Anyway, I, I, that's besides the point. So in this scene, I just want to say the side leg lifts. I don't know how close you watched, but the these all of these actors, including Cooper, these side leg lifts are insane, Mary. You know what I'm I mean, talking about? That move when the leg goes back, they're on their sides. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, yes, it's kind of like an aerobics class. Yes. Move where you're, it's just like that quick lift, lower, oh, lift, lower. my God. And then That's hard. Girl, these people are in the best shape of their lives. Cooper's ass and his penis in this scene take center stage. It is. It, it, pun, it's, pun intended. There is definitely a moment where, because he like turns, like he's facing away and you know towards the front of the class, doing the leg lifts, and we're seeing that butt, and then he rolls uh-huh. and he's like facing the back, yes. and like the whole everyone turns so he can like watch and it's Jody boop. Sawyer, <laughs> uh, and as the leg goes up, there's like, <laughs> like all of a sudden Whoa. this like yeah, the this, Titanic this, rolls over, you know, the yeah. Poseidon capsizes, <laughs> and it's just this big old grapefruit shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was just like Maureen Cummings, mum, 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 <laughs> mum. I want to mum the tip. <laughs> mum, 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 mum. mum. Uh, that scene is why flaccid penises can be really hot. You know what I, I mean? mean? But uh, but there is definitely what's interesting about this is it, it's it's all rounded. There's no there's no dick line. Uh huh. Right? Yes, they did that on purpose. Yeah, yes. so they definitely softened it because of what I would have lived for. Oh, was know. a little crown. Mm-hmm. a crown. Let me see your turtleneck. Let me yeah, see yeah, that yeah. turtleneck. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I want to cut the tags off. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to cut the foreskin off. <laughs> no. No. Not that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I got a new dick. I want to take it out. I want to cut the foreskin off. 
Uh, I think that's another <laughs> Things movie. rabbis say. Yeah. <laughs> Center Briss. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary, so, so anyway, yes, I love the soundtrack to this. I know, you know, Mandy Moore singing Candy, people want to rag on that song, but like, I associate it with this scene, and it's just so fun. It's just so hot. I... I really appreciate it. I love the energy of the teacher and I I can't say enough good things about the scene. It's just one of those scenes that I understand it can be cringy and I love it because I watched it when I was a child. I have to say what this scene did for Candy was pretty special. Yeah. Like it really like because that song I was like, this song is really good. <laughs> wow. Like. Yeah, the, the you know like when it like when it kicks in when like that chorus kicks in, uh huh. It's a big chorus. She does not fuck around. Ugh, so come good. Come on, Mandy. Come on, uh, Mans. Come on, Mans. Come on, Andy Roddick's ex. <laughs> yeah, Mandy Roddick. Yeah. Uh, so yes, and we get Jody and Cooper's quote unquote date. Uh, where you're right, they did not shower before fucking. But Mary, I didn't even think about that. I just thought about dancers fucking. I mean, you know, legs can go very far oh, back. Yes, my absolutely. God. Yeah. Like, I, it's, I, 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 like it, it, it's overwhelming. Thinking, yeah, about they're. It. I feel like they they create positions that look like martini glasses. You know what I mean? Like the legs are up like a martini glass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> they're like two martini glasses <laughs> fucking. Yeah. <laughs> That's anyway, what I see. Uh, yeah. It's just, I, it's just insane. Um, uh, moving on, moving right along. Uh, we get that scene later where you know Eva finds she get the cast list gets posted by that woman who I love, um, who's been in other things and I don't know her name. Uh, that black woman, you've seen her in other oh, things, right? Oh, the black woman because she, I did not recognize her, but I did see her throughout the movie. She was like the one who says, "Who do you want first, the boys or the girls?" Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I, her. Yeah, I don't know her, but um, I feel like she works in a police station. Uh, she could have, you know. I just she could have. Yeah, that. I see that for yeah. her. So anyway, uh, we get Mama Eric consoling Eva. And I think the line that you were referencing later, he says, like, yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? Not caring. That's when she's holding her. But, like, when she's standing across the room and he's and she's like, I don't care. And he just, like, looks at her and goes, I know. I know. Ugh. 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 God bless him. Cause, well, and then, you know, because he, of course, you know, it's not a dance movie unless somebody breaks their That's ankle. Her. yeah. <laughs> and so he breaks his ankle, of course, like just before the, you know, in the final rehearsal. How convenient. <laughs> How convenient. And so Cooper Nielsen, who I, before I saw this movie, I thought the name of the school was Cooper oh. Nielsen, a la Cooper Union. Oh. And so that was definitely jarring. But uh, so Cooper Union has to step in and... Um, we get, yeah, the, we you get know. we get pas de bourre, double pirouette. Uh, I, I just Cooper teaching choreography. I feel like you hated, uh, you hated two main things about when Cooper was dancing with these students. You hated the drum set in rehearsal. What was he doing there? <laughs> Somebody's dad. It was like Maya's dad from Pen Fifteen was there. He was hadn't so... picked the music yet, so they used a drum set. Oh. So like, extra. Oh so my extra. God. Cooper, you also hated. I don't. 
I'm going to just call it the Elvis Presley legs. You hated that move when he did it. He did it like two or three times in the ballet. And it's this like, ka, 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 like with these legs. These like wah, wah, wah legs. Yes, wah, like, wah, wah legs. Yeah. Doesn't he do it in like Forrest Gump? Doesn't when he's a kid, yes. he does those legs? Yes. yes. I hate those legs. You hate yeah. those legs. And you hated that Cooper did it not once, not twice, but I think three times. A criminal of, of center stage yes. is, is, is Cooper Nielsen's wah, wah legs. Yes, yeah. wah, wah legs. Um, uh, yeah. So he obviously, yeah, they start. We get the Donna Murphy and Eva scene, which I just love. Uh, like that scene is just gold. It's gold to me. You know, I you know Donna Murphy. I feel you know it's interesting because like Debbie Monk is like playing it to a ten in a perfect way the whole movie, and Donna Murphy is playing it so she's underplaying everything. Mm. There are moments where like because her voice there is a similar bb newworth quality to her voice and there were points where i was imagining this was bb newworth playing this role mm, and i think yes mary bb yes. might have taken it a little too icy whereas i feel like donna's got that softness you know donna brought the whole backstory of julia simon mary she touched her fucking neck she touched the neck she knows she smiles when she mm-hmm. looks at eva with her eyes, but she's like being stern and strict with her. Like there's, she sees maybe not herself, but she she really loves her. I mean, I love that that scene. Like when, uh, what does she say to Eva in that in that you know scene at night where she's like, "It'll come if you let go of your center or something." Yes, like that. yes, yes. She's like, "Let go of the neck." Okay, let go of the center. And, and yes. let go of the neck. Yes, release just, the neck. Yeah, that's what she says. Yes. yes. Oh, and release the neck. And that, that was very satisfying to watch it happen uh, while she said it. Yeah. Yeah, she says, "Oh God," the, when she says, "Lovely." Do, do you want to show? Do you want to show me again? Yes. Yeah, and uh, she's like, "Do you have mind? time?" Yeah, Absolutely. Want, oh my God. It's so gratifying. Um, Well, you know, and so, and you know, we then, you know, I think there's a there's a bit of a scene between the girls before the big night where where Eva's like, I'm this is I'm just dancing for me tomorrow. Like this is one more day I get to dance. Like, you know, whatever this, you know, I don't I can't plan for the future and. we have no idea because we think that she's stuck in that role that no one's oh, going to notice. Her oh, in. for sure. I, I mean, and kind of the setup to that is Maureen and Jim. He confronts her about her bulimia. Oh, right. It's not anorexia. It's bulimia, right? Uh, I think yes, we've been saying she, anorexia, but it's bulimia. Yeah. I think I said bulimia. I've been I because I remember when she he was looking for her on the ferry. On the ferry, yes. And he hears her. He happened yeah. to walk past the women's room. The, the door to. is closed and locked. <laughs> And then he hears a, you know, going on behind the door, and it's like must be my ballerina girlfriend. Must be that, yeah. <laughs> must be my tiny dancer, Maureen. <laughs> Got to hold her closer. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. And so she might fly away. And so I, but then she comes out of the bathroom, and I was like, oh, and she's got vomit breath. But yeah, so she, he finally confronts her about now. Uh, what was what because she was staying at his place yeah she was sleeping over she was sleeping over did she like get up to barf what instigated yeah. this conversation yeah she went up to barf and he heard her and he's like you know i'm not i know i'm not like a, a real doctor yet but i know what you're doing isn't good for you and she mary the director had such a hard time getting this performance out of her because it's very clear that 
that Susie Mae Pratt is not a yeller. So no. she, she no. can't yell. She's a stage whisperer. Yeah, at so best. she whisper yells instead. Um, and she goes, you know what? I don't need this. Not from you. God. <laughs> Nobody. She says, I'm the best goddamn dancer in the American Ballet Academy. Who the hell are you? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> and I feel like the director was like, well. I guess that's what we're going to work with. At well, least she stayed in the shot while she said it. Well, know? it's late at night. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think we got to, we got to close this. Let, let's just figure it out in post. It, it we is have really... a shot of him in his boxer briefs. Let's go. Right. He, that, the director is gay, right? For. So he we're, knew. <laughs> he knew. Yeah. We're not really here for what Susan's saying. Oh, God. Exactly. I mean, I was so distracted by those boxer briefs, Mary. Oh, the fly could have just is, split open. He is you know? gorgeous. I, I hate yeah. being such a pig, but he is gorgeous. He is so dreamy. Oh. He is. He. I mean, he's very aggressive. You know, <laughs> very aggressive. It's, it's very funny. Um, all right. Well, let's get to the finale. Um, Mary, did you see this coming? That e- the, the reveal of Eva? Because when I was in the I, theater, I did not. I did not see this coming. Uh, I will say that. I did not see this Maureen Cummings. I was just as surprised as as Debbie was. And I thought it was, you know, it was a lovely moment. I, the, I You know, I knew it was coming when uh, Sergey was, you know, kind of tiptoeing towards the camera. And we knew that he was approaching what was supposed to be Maureen. And so I was like, oh, I think this is going to be somebody else. But I was thinking it was just going to be some random other girl. And oh. the whole point was just that Maureen wasn't doing it. Got it. And so I was impressed by the switch of like, oh, it was problematic, Eva. Mm, Diva With the Eva. Gum. Mm-hmm. Diva Eva. Yeah. Oh, God. God. I I thought it was a great reveal. Um, I love it every time. And here's the thing. If we're not following Debbie Monk's reaction, which again, Titan, we're mm-hmm. following Donna Murphy's reaction with her shocked face, but also thrilled for her. Well, and all of it being because she's seated next to Jonathan. Yes. And so all kind of, you know, because he's just doing the Peter Gallagher like mm, face. He's now furrowed those big old eyebrows. <laughs> so he doesn't have to do much else. So we know he's displeased. But then Donna is kind of doing the like, mm, she's, you know, she's the grits woman in, in, in My Cousin Vinny. Oh, yes. It's Southern grits. Yes. Yeah. A- any Southern person would know that. You know. Yeah. And a respectable Southerner does not eat instant grits. Knowing smile from the audience. <laughs> she uh, she has this yeah. like shocked face where she's like, oh my God, like what, what? This is unheard of. And she's also thrilled for her. I just love that they're following those two women during this Eva reveal. I, I It's mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. Well, it is. It's like this movie, like as, as much as it's about to go right off the rails, it did let us feature Zoe Saldana, Debbie Monk, and Donna Murphy in a scene. You know what I mean? Yes. Like they, those were our guiding lights in the scene. And that's, you don't have that in almost any other movie. That's a great ballet, Jonathan. You know that. Oh, I love Zoe Saldana. I just love her. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. You and know what? Actually, has... I'm not. I just, oh, she's so good. <laughs> uh, 
And then, All right. Yeah, so, so that is the traditional ballet, mm. Jonathan's ballet. Before we get to Cooper Union Nielsen's uh, messy rock, laundry, <laughs> yeah, rock opera, uh-huh. you know, uh, uh. featuring his motorcycle uh. and. So this is so as we were approaching this, I was, I'll, I'll, you know, uh, as Chanel once famously said on Drag Race, my emotional state is very emotional. <laughs> I my st- I'm like, OK, this movie has been better than I expected. The dance sequences have been really good. Actually, mm. the ballet has been really impressive, you know, like they and in a way. You know, this movie is basically a musical except it's dance. And the ways in which it has been different from a musical is that unlike a musical number in like The Prom or Mamma Mia or whatever, like where they could kind of all of a sudden we're definitely not in reality. Like, why are all these people dancing in the street? You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. the the musical number is kind of, you know, real. to this. Yeah, this magical realism. Whereas all of the dance numbers in this have been set in reality, you know, more or less. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the movie had kind of, in then the final, you know, this final performance broke the rules of the of the reality that it was living in. And I felt like it wasn't doing it in some kind of like at the end of Greece when they fly away in the car kind okay. of thing. Okay, okay, you're it right. It felt more of like... Well, no, because you've you like even in the beginning, the audience of the, of, is still there. You didn't. The do audience any, is still there, yeah, exactly. And and they've made the effort to show like the reveal from the tutu into the dress for mm-hmm. Jody Sawyer. Yeah, it was a great so reveal. That, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You like that, and that, and that's where I thought, oh, maybe I've been wrong about right. this, and that's what right. it was. I've been judging this the whole time, the whole time, and uh, I then just needed to stick around because. You know, the first instance where I was like, hmm, where I just thought, hmm, was then suddenly there was like a bed and a different set after they left the classroom mm-hmm. scene. And I was like, well, where'd that come from? How did this happen? Why is this happening? And then he like literally just like lays on top of her and kisses her. There's no ballet happening for at least a full minute. And then. Oh, there's with, definitely a pot of array going on, Mary. There's a pot yeah, of duh happening. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's so, some pot is being stirred. I'll oh, tell you that God. much. Lots of pause. Faux pause yeah. even. Yeah. 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 Maybe even real pause. But I. Let's take a pause here. <laughs> yeah. Show me your hands. Let me see those paws. Uh, pause where I can see them. <laughs> and then without like any indication of how suddenly there's a total scene transition to like a street scene and they have performed a costume change of maybe two dozen people in from, you know, like the, the women, all the girls who were in ballet tutus are now in like Delia's outfits. And now all of these guys in khakis and bucket hats are coming out and they're all doing this, like another hundred people number, uh-huh. but Street it's scene. dance. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's exactly what it was is people coming out of the subway station and it's a whole street scene. Meanwhile, Charlie is Machinal. playing. Yeah. Yeah. Machinal. Meanwhile, uh, Charlie is playing like the other character who has done zero dancing so far. He's just walked around and, and, and kind of looked disgusted at Cooper, New- Cooper Nielsen's character. So I'm like, I keep thinking that this is supposed to be a sort of audition of sorts. And it is the 
worst audition number for anybody because even the three featured dancers, one of them is the guy who created the piece who's not auditioning for anything, and the other two spend half the time acting, and they're not actors. Well, yes. I I will say, in this trio that happens during the street scene, um, that's when we get the callback to when Cooper and Charlie were having like a dick measuring contest in the studio and Charlie, he does the move and he, he does that look at Cooper and Cooper's like, Whoa, uh, you know, that was like a little moment that happened, but really what it is is like when they start fighting over her, because you know what, to be honest with you, Mary, like, I was okay suspending my disbelief. I think everybody was. You're okay suspending your disbelief with like the bed. And you're like, okay. Yep. They kind of went yep. like maybe there was a scene change that we didn't see or a blackout. They just skipped ahead. But then when they're fighting over her, it's literally like the the camera turns off and then turns on again 25 minutes later. And she's in a completely different outfit with different makeup on and it does hair yeah makeup it leaves reality how about the fact that like they're fighting over her and uh and for some reason all of this is reminding me that for some reason this is like a scene earlier in the movie but when you said about charlie and cooper giving each other that look kind of going out of the scene for a moment and like having a real moment where I'm like, why would anyone stop and do that in the middle of a performance? Uh-huh. It reminded me of Jody Sawyer going to watch Cooper in the ballet. And for some reason being able to stand at the edge oh, of the stage right, right. No. in, in the way no. of other people yeah. and then try to talk to him while he's in the middle of an incredibly intense <laughs> performance. So the focus these people need is just non-existent. Well, she's not uh, a dancer. Well, she is a dancer. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's in the way. She's but, in the way. So the in way that scene movie? where they're fighting with her, fighting over her, she like drops out from between them and then suddenly pops up in a dance line with the girls behind her. Oh, that, well, that was the or second that time. That's the second time. That's that is later. later. But, okay, the, but it yes. happens first uh, when she does the when it becomes a feminist piece. Well, yes, yes, but they're like it's like well, wouldn't why is the audience clapping? They saw her. <laughs> I saw her. I saw into your you. Costume. <laughs> I saw you drop out from between those two guys and scurry yes, back. Yes, that's and right. That's right. Up. That's right. Like this is not a reveal. That's right. And so yes, so after it the was like a scene, kick line. I think that's why they were it clapping because it was yes. like a kick line that but they're like, doing this new version of I don't know the ballet term for that uh, Swan Lake kind of movement where their arms are crossed and stuff like that. But like they're doing a version of that, which is in ballet where there's like a line and that's why they were clapping. But I feel like there was also the, hmm, here she is. Yeah, she pops exactly. up in the middle yes. of them. And it's like, sure. where, where did she pop up from? Right. We all saw her. You know where she's on stage. <laughs> there's no set. We all saw her. Colin's well, so I mad. I saw you. So, okay. After the street scene, is that where suddenly her shoes are red? Yes. Yes. So it it's insane. It's just like you look down. It's it's as if it's the Wizard of Oz from uh-huh. Black and White to Technicolor. Suddenly the shoes are red. It's magic. You look up. The whole back of the set is red. Mm-hmm. All the rest of the dancers red. are in different outfits. Mm-hmm. She is yes, new outfit, new, new hair, makeup, new makeup. I mean, this is a full like an hour of work to get all of this done for this whole two dozen people, and that is where I'm like, no. Well, I mean. Suspending her disbelief also that it's as as if they would ever, ever perform either of these ballets 
without practicing with these new understudies. Like that would never happen with lifts and blocking. Like that would never, it would be so dangerous for them to do this with these understudies without blocking it like even two hours before and doing the important parts. Like that would have to happen. So even Cooper being impressed with Charlie, like Cooper, you're the choreographer. You know that he can nail that jump. Right, that like, shouldn't have been a surprise. It's not in the a moment. surprise, but right. So, Mary, I get it. You know, you're you're like, well, how did this happen? But it, but you know what? That's all part of the charm of this last scene, and why I think it's so beloved. Because, to be honest, Youthy Mary, watching this scene, I didn't care because I loved, I loved that it was Jamiroquai that you had Michael Jackson's way you make you feel shoom in there, even though like Michael Jackson problematic. Um, I, I like the drag of it, the out of reality of it, the camp, if you will, well, I, I, I thought will was say, perfect. I will say this. Cooper Nielsen's ballet walked so that Lexi's play. Could yes. Run. Yes, Mary. It's messy as fuck and totally non-realistic Unrealistic. Yes. there is no way any of this is happening except the only way i can accept lexi's play in euphoria for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about uh is that it is in fact all just like rue experiencing like her life flashing before her eyes and is dead and that's what this is well maybe that's what jo- you know maybe jody got in a motorcycle accident maybe jody sawyer is really experiencing her own you know life flashing before her eyes and this narrative this impressive incredible narrative that cooper has written into the show is her life uh i mean isn't that kind of what the whole movie's been um (laughs) well i i I have to say like i don't know there when you watch this ballet yes that is part of the the charm or the memorableness of it is that it is totally unrealistic but it's fabulous well the the jamiroquai that was the thing that i always i was like i know i've seen this of like ballet Mm. dancers dancing to that jamiroquai song and i i I, this is just me i uh, there's something about that where it's just so like it's too dancing at a wedding for me oh well she makes that face when she does that like arm like the the hands moving forward movement where it's yeah, like yeah i just think you hate that phase that I, phase that yeah the 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 you know the the way that there's a move for every syllable on uh-huh. candy in my heels tonight you know what oh, I, mean? I see what you mean okay you know what i'm okay. talking about okay. i just I know don't you, I know, like I know. that I, get that. I love it i love that at the end uh jody sawyer or even the stunt double couldn't do a full take of all of those turns Oh yeah, that ending. So I they mean, cut it. it. It's 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 mashed up. It would have been more impressive if the camera just stayed on her and it went dance it, dance, uh-huh, it, dance, uh-huh. dance. If and we it, saw it, it was the actual twenty five turns. Yeah, but it wasn't. They they, yeah. they they made several cuts. Lied to her several times. Yeah, she was unqualified. <laughs> they were old maiden ballet shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. What does she say? She says, uh, uh, you didn't have the feet. I don't have the heart. Yes, exactly. You had bad feet, Debbie. Bad feet. Bad feet. So, you know, then from there, I mean, they very, like, within minutes are, you know, Cast, uh, yeah. casting people. And indeed, uh, despite the, despite this, this, you know, this heinous act, Zoe Saldana, mm. Eva gets into the company and gives well what i love is that 
Jonathan like offers her a place in the company and Donna Murphy gives her like a yes, take this opportunity. Yeah, moment. do it. You should do it's, it. It's mm-hmm. do this. It was really that was an interesting moment of it wasn't a nod of approval. It was like trust me on this one. Yeah, right. 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 I'll be there. You know. I'll be there. Yeah, exactly. Uh you know, and so then um Cooper, you know, a little bit of, you know, Deus Ex Joan, uh, his his mm. donor is going to fund his own company and he wants Jody. Now, here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing is I was like, what am I supposed to expect happens here? Like, it almost felt like when Cooper was telling her and Jody, like, and I need you to be the star of my company. I thought she's going to turn this down for some reason. And then she goes into the room and she, I feel like she thinks she's going to have a moment just like Debbie and Donna and does that. Like, don't even tell me, don't even tell me because I don't want to know because if it's bad news, it'll hurt. But if it's good news, I don't even really want it. So thank you, Jonathan, for making me the best dancer I could be. Where maybe the best dancer is in the principal of Cooper unions, Nielsen company, Nielsen center, at the New Beverly. Oh, and so Jody. <laughs> Jody ends up taking the, a place in Cooper's as of now non-existent company, but will not be taking a kiss. Oh, no. You're an amazing dancer and you're a great choreographer, but as a boyfriend, it kind of suck. Cue oh. 16-year-old girls cheering. <laughs> oh, I know. It was awful. And then like... It was, and then Charlie shows up just in time. I do mm. want to mention that poor Mr. and Mrs. Sawyer, poor Marianne Plunkett, oh, those gets poor, yeah, shoved aside oh. uh, earlier when they try to congratulate Jody, and she's like, "Well, I guess we'll see you back at the dorm," uh, which broke my heart. And uh, then at the very end, uh, you know, Cooper says, "Let's hear it for Jody Sawyer." Yeah, Jody Sawyer, and, everybody, yeah. and people just like random dancers give them a flower from their bouquet mm. and the camera pulls up, you know, Debbie Monk is somewhere in a, in the family bathroom, just sobbing into her hands. Yeah. Developing and, a meth addiction. Yeah. And you know, Maureen is just like at a little Caesars mumming pizza with, with Jim, with, with e- Eon Daly, with Eon Daly, you know, with Eon Bailey. Musk. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I guess checkup from Dr. Gordon. <laughs> right, right. Mm, yeah. They call you Maureen Cummings for a reason, don't they? It's a happy good. ending for Maureen, you know? Yeah, no, it's um, a happy ending for everybody that deserved a happy ending. Even Jonathan got a happy ending. Jonathan got a happy ending. Emily got a happy ending. She got to go home and have fruit tarts with oh Marsha Jean Kurtz. God. Oh, that made me feel poor good. Emily. You know who was kind of a nothing role? The uh the the bitchy blonde dancer, that's the, oh, the other lead. There was a bit of her in the beginning, and then I felt like I I completely lost her from there. I can't even find her in the cast to know who she is. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's just she's just thrown in there. Like they didn't really need to focus on her. I don't know. It was weird. It was, uh, that was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. So center stage. What do you what What are your final thoughts on it, Mary? You know what do you what, you what, know, what are you gonna say? I will say that you know the thing. There are things about it that I I knew that you know whenever we talk about it, we know Debbie Monk, Donna Murphy, and I'd say and I thought okay, but how much are we really getting? Sure. So I was pleased with how much Debbie and Donna we got. I was pleased with the Marsha Jane that we got. Mm-hmm. I Zoe was Saldana. pleased even with Zoe Saldana, uh, Kathleen, whatever her name is, who played Joan. Mm. I was happy to see her take some time off from her soaps. Um, 
I I found a lot of the dance sequences, especially the like the ballet, like going to see, you know, like the the one that Cooper and Romeo and, and Juliet. Ca- Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was where he was marching like a wooden soldier. Is oh, that... that one? No, not that's not that's the other one. That's um the one where she was backstage. Yeah, that yeah. one. He was so fucking good in that. So Mary, uh, Mary, just a little tidbit for you or anybody listening, but on the DVD, uh, there were you know extra scenes like bonus footage. So I'm sure you can find this online. But they have the extended dance sequences, so you can oh. watch more of that opera or that ballet. I think that is where this movie's got a, as much as it's got these great, you know, lady actresses. I think these dance sequences are impressive, you know, like I, they are yeah, entertaining. I totally agree. You know, one of my favorite scenes that I, we didn't get to really talk about because it was kind of a nothing scene is one of the first male dance classes when they're doing these like turn leaps in a circle. And I'm just like, holy shit. How were they? That scene. It, it, it's it. It focuses mostly on Charlie, and it's like right when the girls kind of peek in to see. Oh, and it, trying to figure out if he's is he straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's right before that little little hallway scene. They show a little bit of the the class, and it is these dancers are I, I can't even imagine being able to do this stuff. I mean, I same. I feel like you know watching the ballet certainly but any of this i just think yeah. they're so it it is all very impressive and so like i well many of these kids are not dancers and some of them are also not actresses named susan uh i there was a lot i actually really God. liked about this movie <laughs> nothing you're just a pre-med student at columbia and ivy league school you're nothing no jim <laughs> you live alone in a brownstone you're nothing <laughs> He's everything. You have no idea have no, the cash idiot. cow that you're getting plowed by, you, you booby. Um, but I do think that the way that the movie breaks the ro- the rules of reality at the end, I just kept thinking there must have been a better way where you could have done this. Yeah, but Mary, I think about teen movies from this era all the time where they're, all of a sudden there's a musical scene. You know, I think of uh, Never Been Kissed and all of a sudden they all know the choreography. Like, I don't know, that th- this kind of stuff happens all the time in these teen movies. I just think I think they just didn't prime the engine enough for this to happen. I think in Never Been Kissed it was all, it was like, well, Never Been Kissed, like, none of this is real. Look at her. <laughs> who, who... Who is bla- like it? She looks Yikes. like June Squibb Stripes. in a feather boa over there. Everybody knows that she's not sixteen. Uh, I don't know. I th- I think it's it lives in that world, and it's that same kind of license of teen movies where, yeah, we want it to be a cool show, so let's just do it this way. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm no one to forgive anything. But I but I did enjoy this a lot more. This was not the hate watch that I was expecting, oh, especially in the beginning, like in the opening <laughs> scene where the guy like elbowed people out of the way to watch the uh-huh. rehearsals or yeah. the auditions. And then that woman like closed the door in their face. I was like, I'm going to hate this. Uh. And then I clicked to see how long the movie was. And I was like, I'm going to no. hate this. <laughs> It's practically two hours. Yeah, it was almost two hours. That's but right. then I, I, but it flows. you know, the, it flows. The, then I saw Debbie Monk sitting at that desk, mm. and I was like, I'm gonna be fine. Uh, for me, it's Zoe Saldana, and I'm just like, ugh. 
I, I, you know, when she first came on and she was, you know, tough acting with a cigarette, I was worried. I was like, oh, is she going to be good? Is she going to jump from there? Mm. And I, she is, I will say, absolutely a, a, a highlight. She, she keeps up with the actual actresses of this movie. Yeah. No, she is. And she, she dances a little bit. She had a stunt double, obviously, but, you know, she, she sells it. Um, you know, she does kind of, I think, what, uh, the Black Swan lead. Uh, she went to Harvard and smoked weed every day. What's her name? Natalie. Uh, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. She kind of did what Natalie Portman did, where she like learned ballet, and then they just showed her from the waist up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I feel like there's there's only so much you know training you can do to prepare for a movie like this. Like I know that people talk about, like, oh, Natalie became a ballerina. It's like, yeah, and they put her face on her stunt double a lot. You know. Yeah, and like. Why did who? But did you like the movie? You right, know what I mean? right, exactly, exactly. I love yeah. Black Swan, and I love right. Center Stage. I love dance movies. I love the company. Yeah, dance movies. Is there another dance movie that we, you know, you know, not necessarily a sequel to Center Stage? I know there's Step It Up. I know there's oh, I can't do Save those. the Last Dance. I can't do I, those. Yeah, I really uh, don't want to do those. Them don't either, count. To be yeah, those no, don't really count. Uh, those don't resonate for me as like. I mean, there's Honey. That could be interesting. I loved Honey. I will say I loved Honey. You know what, Mary? We did do Suspiria. Oh uh, yes, that. But we didn't do the movie. new one. But like, no, we did. We did. We did both of them. In we the kind of did both. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Ma- Does Magic Mike count? I guess it would. Uh, yeah. I for some reason I'm like that could be interesting to talk about Magic Mike. Magic Mike, and then there's Dirty Dancing. Oh, which you know what? I've actually never really seen. <gasps> I just watched it like a month ago at my friend's house. And Mary, I love that movie. That movie is so interesting. Uh, what did she say? I carried the watermelon? I yeah, I carried a watermelon. You have that. you have the sister. Hi, Robbie. I, I, oh, the sister is great. She is yeah. so good. Uh, you have the dad in that movie who's gorgeous. Jerry Orbach. Uh-huh. You have, yeah. you have Patrick Swayze who is absolutely stunning. And... Uh, well, everybody's stunning in that movie. Uh, that movie yeah. is great. That movie is really, really good. I think that Kelly Bishop is the yeah. mom. Yeah. yeah, you know, I feel like kind of um, along the lines of uh, Center Stage. Sort. Of, it's not a dance movie, but for some reason, it seems relevant. We've mentioned it before, but there for a m- number of reasons. Coyote Ugly. Oh, Coyote Ugly. Tyra, girl. Tyra. She's not even in it that much. I know. She's on the cover. I love it. Coyote but Ugly is kind of a hate watch for me. I know. I think I hate Coyote Ugly. No water. Cut off his tie. I yeah, hate yeah, Coyote yeah, Ugly. Yeah, yeah. I Do we hate serve it. water in this bar? Hell no. No way. H2O. Jersey, wait. He's the yeah, fire Jersey. marshal. Yeah. Uh, but the cast, I mean, like John Goodman, Maria Bello, oh. Tyra Banks, Bridget Moynihan, Melanie Linsky. Uh-huh, Melanie Linsky, the, yeah. The gorgeous Adam Garcia. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember him being very hot. He's very this. hot. He's very hot. Um, the other dance movie I think is worth thinking about uh, is A Chorus Line because it's very oh. in its own world uh, that I appreciate. Yeah. Which I haven't – I've only seen a, like – pared down student production of once so oh, i've never seen the movie i like the movie a lot um it'd be interesting to revisit it um otherwise i can't think of any other uh dance dance movies like where they're like learning how to dance or it takes place in a school or something 
the only one I can think of, and I think I'm remembering it, is there's like a movie from the 70s called The Turning Point with Shirley MacLaine and Anne Bancroft. Oh my God, The Turning uh, where, Point. Uh, yeah, so, and there's a, well, I know there's one like infamous, famous, iconic, canonical scene of them like hitting each other with purses and like the, um, I don't know. It's the I feel like it's outside of Lincoln Center or something, but it's uh, yeah. When her daughter joins a ballet company, a former dancer is forced to confront her long ago decision to give up the stage to have a family. So a little bit of bad feet, a little bit of you know Debbie Monk, you know. Oh, okay, bad feet. Right. Yeah, Anne Bancroft, Shirley MacLaine, Mikhail Baryshnikov, Tom Skerritt. Okay, this is you a lot. You love Tom Skerritt. This yeah. is a lot. This is a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, lots of things to think about. Um, Man, Suspiria. Ugh, that was a good one. That was a See, good I one. love Suspiria. Oh my god, that was a that, good one. That was a really good one. Ugh. Um, anyway, Ugh. well, let's leave it there, Marys. Uh, we're gonna end our conversation on center stage. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks for keeping the lights on and all right, Mary. Uh, and you know, uh, going across the floor with us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for dancing the shit out of it with us. I'm fucking chair. Oh, God. <laughs> Who left that trash in here? Yeah. <laughs> I could swear Maureen was supposed to have this role. <laughs> I love her. I gotta look up who she is so I can follow her career. Oh, God. All right, Marys. Well, we will see you soon. Be well. And Tatsy. 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 Sorry, interrupting Tatsy. Tatsy. I used to pop my faith in worship. <laughs>